Welcome back to another exciting episode of Birds of a Feather. Welcome, it's your girl AJ, the Suburban Princess here, back with, okay, I thought I wasn't going to pod right away, but then I realized, you know what, damn it, we got a squad here to talk about. So we're going to have another episode of the co-ed edition with my boy, Eddie B. How you doing, Eddie? Good, good. What's up, AJ? I'm very, very excited because I really do think this is going to be a very interesting, um, I don't know what the word is, but I guess flip side of what inspired last Sunday. This definitely was a great win. It was definitely a shocking win just in how the offense moved, period. So give me your first instinct as to, or should I say your first observations of the game, and then especially when you found out eventually rap and they won. I mean, I really liked what I saw. Um, they they came out and they um they played. I mean, they the coach kept them in it, kept them interested, and he made adjustments when he had to. And as a squad, they like they were having fun. It was like, wow, uh, I wasn't expecting that right off the bat. Nope, at all. I agree. So I was expecting that to take some time, but the chemistry to get there for it to even get there. Now, who you who impressed you a lot on both sides of the ball? Uh, far as well, I, I had player, a feeling, who stood out to you during most of that game? Uh, oh, Devon, I, I like how Devonta's running his routes. He looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, as we also, uh, as we expected. <laughs> yeah, and also, uh, look, yeah. and even I mean, Miles looked good too. Miles did. And, yeah, and even the rookie gained well. I mean, I know that's more than one player, but. Yeah, no, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't to put a limit. I just was going to say who stood out to you in general. Yeah, I mean, Gainwell looked good. I mean, it's like just like we thought he was going to be. So, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be in the second guy. I think it's gonna. That's gonna may end up pushing Boston down a little bit in the depth chart if he keeps playing yeah. like that. He was like a little human bowling ball. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I feel like anytime he gets in there, it's like he doesn't stop. Like as long as he doesn't get hit right up the middle. He, he can pretty much go through as soon as you see any kind of a hole, which is good for Miles when he has days where he's not good up the middle. He can yeah. kind of concentrate on just getting through that hole when they make it for him. But uh, what about defense? Because I thought defense struggled a lot, obviously, in that first and, half. Yeah, yeah, in the beginning they did a lot, especially against the run. Yeah. They were not stopping the run. And all of a sudden uh, – and I guess they got away from the run for a little bit. They were making – it was like a Patterson look like he was – like he was uh, Adrian Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You hate when no names start looking better than your team. You're like, what the hell is this? But then if that was going to be the only worry, then obviously I think I think the adjustment had to be before halftime, the fact that they even got a score in before halftime. Yeah. I mean, even though they gave up a lot of rushing yards, they, they, they settled in and they only gave up. I mean, it's a whole complete game, different game if they gave up two touchdowns. So, I mean, that's the fact that they only gave up three, uh, two field goals in the beginning, which is uh, key to that win. So, do you feel like as a fan? Because I know I did, because I, I was stuck outside for most of the first quarter, because Lord knows I could try to do an errand before it starts and never works out. But, um, how did you feel overall? Were you tentative to be like excited about it, or were you kind of like, okay, eventually? Some some shit's gonna pop up, or were you more just like taking each each quarter as it came? Yeah, I pretty much yeah. took it as it came because I, I you know I didn't have a lot of expectation for it to begin with. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like, okay, see what they do. Let's see what these guys do. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Let's um, and then they and they came. I mean, they came out and the defensive line started uh, wearing them down finally. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they started getting through, which was really good. I mean, I mean Hargrave what had two sacks back to back. It looked like almost. Yeah, yeah. And how uh, how about? I mean, think about the second half. You could tell that they were starting to feel themselves, especially because yeah. we they still kept them at a red line, red um at a disadvantage again to the red zone. So that yeah. was definitely improvement on the de- defense part. Mm-hmm. And Fletch made a big play to save a touchdown. I think didn't he? Uh, I thought to stop a drive because he detail because I thought he got upset because he missed a sack. So I didn't know if maybe no, that I... was an assignment or he just wasn't. He just wasn't the guy that actually took down the because they took down Matt obviously a lot in the second half, but yeah. I, I thought there was one thing I thought Fletch got a flag and that's why he was had his you know his head in his hands like damn it you know and then yeah. I didn't see flag calls so I didn't know what he was upset about so maybe he missed me. but well, if, I mean his pressure made made that play go wrong so he I mean he had, yeah. he, he pretty much was <laughs> had him had him reeling so mm-hmm. so that was that was a good play. I mean, he say yeah. he saved that drive. He stopped it, shut it down right there. Yeah, people still pick on him still because I think they still expect him. First of all, it always comes back to you know the little the little whispers of did we give him too much money? You know, is he? I'm like, I don't know why you expect that man to get through double sacks every freaking play. There's gonna be plays that they're gonna take off so they can rest. You know, because I'm I'm expecting if not more of the same this weekend when they play home and then against San Francisco because. My observations from this game was that when I got home, I was pleasantly surprised that they had already scored when I got home. But I was even more surprised. I mean, I was even more relaxed to know that obviously it was from from Jalen to Devonta, and that was good. But then I know there were parts when I look back at the replay um, that they went to Quez a couple times, and then he kind of just fade to black and became the um, punt returner. Now, what did you feel about that? Because I felt like that that was where they were either going to put Jalen um, Rieger, or they're going to use somebody else as a punt returner. Do you think Quez is going to be the designated punt returner, or is that just something that's, they're just? I think it's too early to tell. I mean, they're yeah. going to they're going to try different stuff, see what works. Yeah, I mean, we don't we don't know what's going to work right now with that because I mean it may end up being Watkins. I mean, they may have putting Rieger, Rieger back on it. Who knows? I mean, yeah, we'll see. Maybe I mean, they they're trying to see how. Since preseason, I guess whether it determines who, who has the, I guess the balls to kind of just keep going straight or finding the seam, at the right yeah. time. And Rager had a good game. Boston, Boston Scott was good at that too, so I'm shocked yeah. he wasn't either. Yeah, I mean, you never know. Maybe he'll end up getting getting that too. I have a feeling they're going to put him in a lot more this coming game because they're going to need speed if if the running backs get stopped early. So they may mm-hmm. use him like kind of like a decoy, like maybe the third of the. Uh, what do they used to call it? The double-headed monster should be. He might be that third guy to get out there and just get around on the outside if, if Miles gets you know stopped too. Because I mean they got, you know San Francisco's may have lost some guys to injury, but they still got some players. Oh that yeah, could they do. Snatch them up on the run. So maybe the run may. This may. I think this is also going to be the game where Jalen's going to be have to throw a little deeper, a lot more because he didn't have to really do it. Everybody was like, why didn't he throw deep? He threw deep. I was like, he threw deep when it was necessary. He didn't need yeah. to throw deep in Atlanta. You know, now yeah. home, he might have to do it. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, he he, he did what he was supposed to. He he, yeah. he took what they gave him. They gave him the underneath. 
or the mid the mid range stuff, he took it. Yeah, you yeah. Know. I I think he truly is a coach's kid. I think he he knew how to do stuff. There were only a couple times maybe that I thought he maybe was running too much instead of staying in the pocket. Like there were a couple times I was like, all right, Jalen, you don't have to run there either. You know, save save your legs. Yeah, well, but, some, yeah. Well, some of those plays you can tell designed for him to run. Right. Like he just like that one fake when he just took off the other way. Yeah. yeah. The cameraman yeah. got confused as I did in the second half with that last. <laughs> oh yeah, that one. The hell out of me because I'm sitting there looking at. I think he was going to use Rager or somebody, or maybe even Miles on one side, and then Rager ended up on the other side. And I yeah. was like, cameraman lingered on the other side. Then, but he realized the other guy was running. I was like, yeah, that oh, was a good, yeah, that, that was a great fake and pass. Yeah, it was great. So if you sell it enough and you know the proper time to insert it in the at that time, it makes sense. But if they're expecting it. Because I, the difference already I can see with Nick is that he's willing to try something once at the at a certain time and then not go back to it. Because I think with Doug, um, I think Doug would have probably threw that in again as a last minute like fourth quarter thing to be to be cute and then mm-hmm. have it not work. So I'm already noticing just even from game one, and I know it's way too early, but I feel like the only time that I thought about Doug was when um, they went for fourth fourth down more than once. And I said, okay, yeah. y'all don't need to go for it again. Like, y'all should have just took three points. Because they left about maybe two touchdowns on the field before halftime, I thought. You mean you two know, field they goals? They went for it a little too much. Oh, you mean, oh yeah, when the two field goals they could have went for? Yeah, yeah, like, just kick the three. Like, if you know you can't get around it fast enough, I, I think that was just a no-brainer there, especially because the kicker was well, hadn't missed, you know? So... I could understand you going to try it a second time if Jake had missed a couple. But if he hasn't missed any, I say trust him. He's having a good day. Just get the three points. But um, I think there were times, too, there were jokes on Twitter. People were saying, like, it's dug up in the booth. (laughs) (laughs) And Nick's like, go for it, go for it, go for it. But but I I love love his play calling in this game. Oh, yeah, he's perfect. Aggressive at the right times, yeah. Mm Yeah, he was aggressive when he needed to. Mm -hmm. And... He was, and he backed off when, uh, and that new punter did a good job. Oh my God, it's, I've never heard so many people talk about the punter. They're yeah, like, he, we need these Australian guys. <laughs> well, we weren't sure, you know, after we got rid of, we lost Johnson. You know, Johnson was so good for us for so many years. But then he had an injury, and then I guess they didn't trust him getting better. Oh, they, oh, they, they wanted to go younger too. So true. Yeah. yeah. And this kid came in and did a did a good job. No, he did. He I mean, did a good. Dropped it inside the ten like three times. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, wow. yeah. No, he didn't. He didn't have a bad kick. I have to admit. Like, and I think that was good because you knew that they were never getting into the red zone. You know, again, like they the times they even got remotely close, it was either a fumble or a sack. You know, and it's good to definitely speaking of fumbles, not see you know our quarterback fumble just like our former quarterback did in Indy. But I'm not going to go there. Um, anyway, but. Moving on to San Fran, what do you think will be the challenges? I think I think I already have a few in my head, but what do you think is going to be probably the most visible challenge for this game? Oh, they're going to oh, more explosive, more explosive offense they got to go against. So, uh-huh. so that's going to be a challenge of the bat. I mean, and and also their running game is very solid. So Debo still scares me. I'm scared yeah, of Debo. Debo. Yeah. Oh, you know, they're gonna, well, the secondary look good. Yeah, but you know how they, like we just said, like how they ran up and down the field the first half in the Falcons game. What do you you think he's going to do? You know what I mean? Like if they can't stop that, at least before like the beginning of the first, second quarter, I'm going to feel a little nervous, you know, that they haven't figured it out. Um, 
I'm a little nervous about Kittle because Kittle can be really crafty. Um, hoping that the linebackers shine. I hope Alex Singleton gets another pick six. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he did last year when that introduced him to the, to the to fans. To the 49ers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they replayed it. Somebody had it on their page and they replayed it. I meant to repost it, but yeah, I, I would love if Alex got another pick six or if somebody got a pick. Hell. I, um, think it's, I think he's going to pick in this game because uh, you know, go out likes to throw it down. He, he, he's not afraid to talk, to sling it, so True. He may try to squeeze in a couple times when he shouldn't. I'm I'm a little nervous about when they sub Trey into. Is that going to throw the team off? Um, because if they do use Trey and try to use him as like a running decoy, and then you know Jimmy stay in and they're not ready for it, that type of thing. Like they may they may use the double quarterback. Um, I just wonder where they're going to insert it. Then I'm thinking, hey, do you want to open up the opener with like a dream deep ball bond like we always wanted? Because everybody keeps saying. I watched a little bit of a uh, uh, Gail and uh, Chris Molly's uh, Fort John they had today an episode, and they were just talking about how that all the comments don't call the comment before like we need a Quez bomb right up front, Quez bomb, Quez bomb. Uh, and I said I think that's a lot of pressure early in the game, but yeah, if, if it's not there, yeah, if it's not there, don't take it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If he breaks loose, or hell, you know, give if 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 what's his name, if Devonta's already ready, then hell. <laughs> throw it up but that would be the dream opener to that game because you know people won't be able to come down if that's what happens like the very first play and no, they're, 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 they're probably going to be excited too i mean they're, they're at home they're going to be all oh, amped up but that's what i'm saying like you kind of miss those days like i think the even on carson's last game i think that the first he tried it with with uh he tried it with deshaun in the beginning of that first game and it mm-hmm. worked but you know they fought a lot through that first game because you know what you know Washington had their number for most of that game, but they barely won. But you know that to me is always a fun starter if you just decide to just do a bomb and just everybody's not ready. Even you know? if he doesn't, even if he doesn't catch it, <laughs> just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't even think about it. Like totally, just kind of sell it. Like oh, I'm just gonna wait for a bit because they obviously he has time. See, that's my only yeah. thing. I want him to also be mindful of the fact that they do get him time. <laughs> Oh yeah, Austin's line has definitely played very well. Except for a couple miscues that they had, but yeah, yeah, and that's gonna happen. That's why I say that's the stuff that I'm not mad about. If as long as it doesn't happen like more than like two or three times, because you know if it's a constant rush to the pocket, then it's gonna it's gonna drive me crazy because they're gonna it's just gonna get harder every game to not have that pocket collapse too fast. So I just uh, I don't want Jalen to feel like he has to because even I was watching that game Monday night with, and Lamar Lamar was trying not to run too much and I actually he actually looked pretty good but the problem is timing he hasn't had yeah. a lot of because he was in COVID twice so it's like I think part yeah. of the trustiness is just being off the field too long so but you have to show these people that you can throw in the pocket because that is kind of the total thing about quarterbacks is that I mean, you have to be able to do both got to be and, a complete quarterback yeah. Exactly. So, and, and, you know, I kind of understand now because now, like I told you, like I had made that solo pod about how, like, I, I didn't understand everyone's so hesitancy to want to crown Jalen, you know, the quarterback, because I'm like, I feel like it's a little Rachel. And then here come all those flashbacks of all the stories that even Donna McNabb had about being that running quarterback all the time, because mm-hmm. they feel like all black quarterbacks do is we're ready to run. And, but I do feel like people like Lamar, when he is, Precise is really good in the pocket as much as he can run. Oh, I Lamar think Lamar is a great arm. arm. Yeah, great he arm. does. 
and he doesn't and he's not he may he may miss but he's not as off target as cam can be because cam can throw a bullet but can be totally off you know oh, yeah. oh, yeah. you know, like, accuracy is better than speed sometimes like i'd rather you get it right than get it there fast cam cam lost me a playoff game one time he, hasn't been- <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> he, yeah. he, he couldn't even get me two yards yeah he it was it's throwing picks win. No, it's but, hard to watch because every time I the few times that I did peep him in a preseason game, it's like he had maybe one or two that were good, but unless he's running it in himself, like I don't really trust him to throw accurate anymore from where he is because he's older. And then on top of the fact, I feel like you're on a team that you barely really know. Um, all the practice mm-hmm. in the world can help you, but but going back to Jalen, I think that that's going to be his biggest test this game is just to show that he can he can throw in the pocket and throw accurately and know when to throw. And I I trust him a lot more because, you, like they say, he's a coach's kid. So I feel like his tendencies are not going to be as stressful to watch develop as it was with Carson. Because I think with Carson, compared to this guy, obviously he's a one-trick pony. So I think with Jalen, you don't know when he's going to tune in and when he's going to hold the ball too long or whatever. I think with Jalen, I think he has the feeling of pressure on both sides of his, on, on his peripheral. So the one thing I did notice is that when they did chase him, he knew when to start running. You, yeah, know? Well, yeah, that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I never understand why quarterbacks stand there and don't feel that presence coming on them, you know? They just don't. They yeah. just don't, don't have it. They don't understand. They don't, and also, some guys just don't have that, that ability to be able to just take off like uh, Jalen does. True. Or and or some of those other guys, they could just take off and run. Yeah, but oh, even well, go, you know? <laughs> what'd you say? You can usually be like, "Oh shit, I gotta go and now." But now, right. you know. like the like the quarterback from Tennessee, like how many times did I see him get killed? And I said to myself, "Well, you didn't even move, Tannehill. Like at least try to assume you're gonna <laughs> yeah. run." Yeah, so it, it, it does show a difference, but I hate to say it because, I mean, that's why I made that pod because I'm like, I just don't want it to be a whole nother discussion again about, you know, running quarterbacks will never last in the NFL because they're, you know, they're all going to be running so much, their knees are going to go bad. And, and then, you know, next thing you know, they're not going to have any other instincts left, you know, because they'll be relying yeah. on the run. Yeah, I hear that. You know what I'm saying? It it starts to go back in your head a little bit as to why maybe that's why everybody was trying to be so tentative in the media and and even the fans about whether or not Jalen's the guy. And I'm like, all I know is I just saw a smoother offense in one game. That gave Mm -hmm. me more than I had for the whole season. You know, it didn't change my prediction, but it just made me go, okay, I can watch this game without drinking. Yeah. (laughs) You know? It it, it was good. It, it was good to see the coach not get out coached. Yeah. And, and I, he didn't get out coached. He looks like he doesn't sleep. I really do think Nick is going to probably be stressing every game to be just perfect as much as he possibly can with these guys. And knowing yeah. that in his post presser that he just was worried about making sure every play fits what the player does best made me go, oh, Jesus, thank God. <laughs> like we got, yeah, we got it. We got a good, uh, I think we found a good coach here in him. Yeah. I mean, the youth to his side works because he has so much to learn. But Mm -hmm. I think the difference already that you can tell is there's not going to be this. I mean, we still haven't seen a stubborn side. We don't know what sides he's going to stick to that are going to annoy us because something always does. But Mm -hmm. I think he's one of those players. I mean, those coaches that's just like, but I want you to understand why you are doing this move at this time in this series. Like, I'm not just throwing plays out there to throw a play out there like it's going to have to make sense every time you know what i mean mm-hmm. so 
So I like that about him already. And I, and, and, and just from the little bits that I heard, I was like, Oh my God, he's actually not just speaking the bullshit, you know, coach speak. He's actually saying strategy, like without saying, yeah. strategy, you know? Yeah. Yep. So that's refreshing. But what do you think if you had, I mean, scores don't mean shit, but I'm just saying, what do you think score wise, or do you think the Eagles will win this weekend? Uh, if they do win, it's going to be tight. I think it's going to come down to the end, to the wire. It's going to be like a, it's probably going to end up being what, what, three point margin? Okay. I think it's going to be a close game. Okay. So, because pretty much I saw the thought the same for Atlanta too. And it wasn't because I was worried about Atlanta. I just figured, like we said before, it was a new team. You don't know if they're going to, you know, play down, you know? So, I agree. I think it was going to be close, but I didn't expect them to be like winning 32 to six, (laughs) you know, and it being home is such a, such a factor because you figure, but then they can get so hyped that they could probably play themselves into a hole. I don't know. Um, I'm with you. I think they're going to win. I may even push it and say that they'll win by a point. Hey, by a point? Why? (laughs) Because it might be something stupid, like somebody fucks up and get a safety or something. I don't know. And then mm-hmm. you know, it ends up knocking it up a couple notches or they could drive me crazy and tie this bitch. And we go in OT, which I really don't want to see because <laughs> we're trying to get away from that tie category. Cause Lord knows come playoff time when you barely thought the shot in the beginning with, that's going to be the most annoying thing that could factor mm-hmm. in or not is that dumb, stupid tie category. Yeah, so, but it's not us, so it actually helps you. <laughs> See, oh, that's, the extra week. I forgot. Yeah, but it's also like when they look at it, it's not a loss, so it does it kind of helps you a little bit. That's what helped us one year when we had that tie. Yeah, um, that's all I think about. It was only, it was the only thing that helped us because if we'd have took that loss in that game, true, uh, we wouldn't have been in that position at all. So. No, it wouldn't have been a matter of whether they uh pulled the quarterback in that last game or not. Yeah, we, you know. Um, but yeah, you're right. I, I do. I think they have a shot to win. I will not be shocked if they lose, though. But I would like yeah. them to start a good winning streak, obviously, at home with this new new team. But yeah. it's exciting to not know what's going to happen. But it's also nerve wracking because you don't want to get too hopeful. But I tell you, after to me, after this Cowboy week coming up, after the, and it the, doesn't it doesn't get any easier. It, I'm just saying. So by week four, we should know exactly who the squad is. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of injury at this point, you know, we're not even going to talk about injuries yet, but I'm just saying like, if you know how they roll with just one game and then by week four, you pretty much already know how many games they've lost and, lo- and lost one and lost by then. It's like, to me, that shapes to me the rest of the season because halfway through is not going to tell me anything because they have a very, they have a late buy this year. So yeah. they're going to probably tank some games that they should win just out of sheer fatigue from not gaining a break early because they have to fly out a couple times in a row, right? Before the next home game or something. Yes. Cause they, um, schedule. Yeah. I think it's, uh, Dallas and then they're at Dallas. Yeah. And actually, no, right after that is the chiefs. Are they home with the chiefs or are they? Yeah, yeah, they are. Cause I'm actually going to be at that game. Oh, okay, nice. So going yeah, to that game, so. back and forth. I thought they did two away games back to back, or maybe I'm confusing them. I think it, it may it may be after after this. Okay. After the Chiefs game, I think. Okay. Yeah, they're going on a little trip. Okay. Well, either way, to me, by like week five, I will know how to feel totally about this team. Like right now, it's obviously still incomplete, but I'm excited. 
Um, I'm kind of glad it's a one o'clock game because I said I would hate it if it was like a four o'clock or eight o'clock now. Uh, yeah, I go not, crazy with those eight o'clock games. I go games. crazy because that's going to drive me crazy all day not knowing, you know, exactly how they look. But I tell you yeah. one thing, it was nice until we can enjoy what two two more days of them being undefeated in the East because right now you know that shit's going to change, especially after tonight because the uh, Giants and the Washington play tonight. But oh, yeah. yeah. So not that I'm worried about them. I'm just saying in general, like it's going to be nice to know that the Eagles will still be undefeated, hopefully, if one of these teams uh, wins. So Who, who's the Cowboy have, uh, have this week? I can't remember. Cowboys have, is it Chargers? or is it, Yeah, it is the Chargers. Yep. Chargers, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Chargers might beat that ass, but I will not be shocked because – Dak will probably still be pissed about how they lost, so he may really be determined in the rest. But they also lost Tank. Uh, Tank just went out because he broke his foot during practice. Oh. Yeah, so wow. that was it. they just lost another dude. They had another dude suspended for drugs again. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's so Dallas, but at the same time, like I could sit here and tell you up and down, like I want them to lose, but I will not be shocked if somehow they pull out a win with this team. But you know, uh, charges are good, but. That rookie didn't um, – oh, no, that rookie did win. They did win that game last weekend. But, you know, he's still learning, so they could easily they could easily sack the mess out of him. But I don't know. They seem to be losing their guys left and right already. So oh, no, no, nobody's doing work bad as Baltimore right now. No, no. And Baltimore. That's Baltimore is crazy. They got like 12 guys or maybe 10 guys on the injury list already. I think someone said they got like – they had like what we had earlier last year, where everybody was on the IR in the in, like the fourth week. It's just ridiculous. Lost, and then well, they lost the, like three running backs. <laughs> yeah, right off the bat, literally back to back, Gus and um the other guy, uh, J.K. Dobbins, and then down they first. lost another one too. Then they lost the safety, Marcus Peters. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So it's just sad. Like, that's why I say like, hopefully this is a sign that we did our time with all that crap and we don't have to worry about that as much this year. Hey, hopefully I, I, that they cover faster, you know? Yeah. Hopefully for our new coaching staff, this is, we don't see yeah. those kind of injuries anymore. Crazy. No, stupid I know. Ones anyway. Soft tissue ones. I mean, if they have the guys that just came back from recouping from a surgery, that's one thing. They probably won't even play them that much then, but yeah. You got someone like Miles who seems to always have a ham instri- hammy injury like every other game. Um, I'm just hoping that's not going to be a, a constant factor because that's what wiped him out most of last year too on top of the fact he wasn't um, he wasn't catching the ball well again. But this time I just hope that they continue on just making sure they make a hole for him because if he breaks a tackle quick enough oh. and gets to the end zone more than once, game is a wrap as far yeah. as I'm well, we all we all know he has that home run capability. I mean, he can yeah break one off. <laughs> yeah, and he's, I said, he's done he's done it multiple times. So yeah, and it's the fact that it's a home game. If he starts running like a track star, game is a wrap. Like Jalen won't even have to throw that much. You know what I mean? Like yeah, let him hit. Let him and Gainwell start finding their rhythm early. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a matter of time. And and knowing that Raheem Mostert's out for the 49ers, they I think they're um somebody on their team just went into IR. Like, so they have some guys yeah. too, but well, it'll we go f- and Debo. Yeah. yeah. We just got to force them to play from behind. If sure. we can force them to play from behind and we can control the game. Yeah. Know? So, I mean, as long as we get up, get up early and stay up and then uh, control the game, we can just, yeah. it'll be, it's just doable. So, well, either way I'm excited. And I think that if, 
if like I said, I was gonna not have to, I don't feel like I need to pod every every week, but if these games turn out to be more exciting than I'm anticipating, I may just be podding with or without you every week. It just no, like, I, I think I think we should every huh? Well, I think we should every week. We should, but I was just saying, just in case it gets to the point where it's like it's just too much to like catch up with and, and sometimes we get behind, I'll be like, I totally understand because these type of games sometimes are so unpredictable and if they're so good, they're so bad and then a week goes by, next thing you know, it's like a next game comes up real quick. I mm. said, I can understand losing track of each game, but there are some games like I'm ready to talk like the next night. <laughs> you can never like, be like, oh, oh, I can't wait for Eddie. I got to talk now. I got to well, talk. We, have, we, we haven't done it in one of our weird like, oh, hey, it's it's nine o'clock. Let's do a podcast real quick. <laughs> well, we got to, you know what? You know, we, we, haven't, have we, haven't, we haven't haven't done one of those. We have to do this with we have to do it for the Dallas game. Now that you brought that up, oh okay, that's a Monday night game, isn't it? It's it's a nighter. I know that much, and so yeah. I'm like, it makes sense to do it since Dallas is up so quickly this year. So we should do it for specifically for Dallas, and just be prepared for whatever the hell happens with this team. <laughs> yes. I'll are- keep my stuff with me because I don't know where I'm watching that that day, but I'll have I'll make sure I. That's what I'm saying. Have- yeah. Like if it's one of those things, like I like, I feel like if I just put the live on, even if we don't talk too much to the screen, I think it's just one of those games. It might be worth more, worth live reaction. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what me and the, me and the boys are planning to do something for that one. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was gonna say, worst of the worst, I could just pop up on the Instagram and just be like, "Yo, what you up to?" <laughs> <laughs> My nerves. I'm shot. I can't. I can't talk. Yeah. You know, like, watching that Dallas night game when uh you and your friends that we were all at the garage and that game oh, that was that was fun that was so fun because that was the night before we just they just got um what's his name from Miami um uh Jai Jai yeah yes. Jai yeah they got him the night before literally and homie was running like he's been on the team for weeks <laughs> like mm-hmm. we got him off the plane last night and homie was taking off so that was hey. fun yeah, he'll be happy too to get out of Miami because they suck back there. <laughs> well, yeah, and then the fact that you know, not a, it sounds like not too many people are still sold on Tua yet, but you know, that's the mm. so bad for Washington more because I was more excited to see Fitz, Fitz Magic uh, turn it on. You know, yeah, well that that welding dried up, so I mean, look already. I said to myself, I said if he ends up retiring and this t- t- Sailor or Tyler kid whatever takes off, I'll be so disappointed. <laughs> I'd be like, damn, man. I kind of was ex- excited to face Fitzy, you know, against uh, him. So, I don't know. He, I don't know. He always has our number every time he faces us. He does. I know. That's why I said no, he, no, no matter what team he's on, which is crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I like him as a player still. So the thought that he got, you know, injured that bad so quick, I was like, that's a shame. And he's not even 40 yet. But all right, Ed. Looks sounds like it's going to be a very exciting weekend coming. Um mm-hmm. Let me know what you're doing. Most likely, I'm still going to be sitting here on my ass on this couch because I'm like, I'm not ready to go to parties yet. <laughs> I'm not going to the game. I know most people are already excited for tailgate. And I said, I'm not there yet. I'd rather tailgate when it's cold and I'd rather tailgate somewhere close to home because I'm like, I'm not excited to like go out with a mass of people anymore. And, you know, I still don't believe everybody's out there being good. <laughs> but either way, I thank you for being available, sir. And uh, oh, pleasure as always. And uh, the co-eds will definitely return f- uh, for our, our uh, uh, if not immediate reaction pod, uh, a couple nights later. Maybe we'll talk. You know, maybe maybe well, we let's, feel- well, let's just plan. Let's plan and do it. Was it some? Well, we're for this game. 
after this game. After yeah, let's, let's try. I guess we could try for Monday. I mean, yeah, we can shoot for Monday, and um, we can discuss like Cowboys Week. Because once you know, every time we know we're facing Cowboys, it becomes Cowboys Week. And you know, they, say, feel, yeah. they feel a little puffy because Dak's back. So yeah, might be some worms out there. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Yes, definitely. I will all uh, remind you guys again. We'll remind of our uh, Instagrams and stuff. I'll say my Instagram is she talks seventy eight. Oh no, Barksdale Eddie. All right, and then uh, if you want to holler on Twitter, even though I tell I tease him all the time, he's never on Twitter. But I am Elena Janine on Twitter, which is my my true name, but most people can't say it, so I go by AJ. And uh, <laughs> Birds of a Feather, the YouTube uh, videos. I definitely had another five questions up with a recent uh, media buddy of mine, Ryan from uh, Philly Cat, yeah. which is a new uh, podcast out there. You know, I got to catch, catch that last one. I haven't watched it. So yeah, definitely catch it. Cause um, I, I kind of, the thing I love about five questions that everybody should tune into is that there's always a question that someone does not want to answer. So it's mm-hmm. always, fun, and uh, definitely Eddie will be one of those people eventually, you know, I just have I'm to sure and I, I, I know you're gonna get me to, to do it at some point. So because <laughs> I, I have to be careful with you because I want to ask questions that I know you're gonna definitely answer on camera because I know I, I know you're very private. So I said I think it'd be hard to ask you too many questions on camera that you're not you're worried about me circulating. <laughs> <laughs> Especially on my channel, because you know I like to show the little teases, you know. So if yeah. I put you on the spot, I'm like, Eddie's gonna be like, wait a minute, wait, 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 you're gonna be showing like, this. Like I thought I told you. <laughs> 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 you know, it'd be like, well, well, you're gonna, everyone's gonna watch us on the live. Eddie's gonna make me personally sign an NDA on live. One. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, you cannot ask you this. Cannot divulge <laughs> this, that, or the third. <laughs> yeah. But, no, it's all well, love. We'll, well definitely... you know, I don't use my, you know, I don't use my Twitter really, but no, uh, Eddie B two one five. It'd be two one five. Definitely, if you feel like tweeting him or friending him, just do it. Just maybe he'll actually find out who's bothering him <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, either way, it's always fun to keep in contact with anyone who's listening. Even if you're not, hey, it's out there. Podcasts are free, so it's not even no skin off our backs. But it'll eventually be fun, and I, for sure, this 49ers game should be exciting. I do like Jimmy G, um, but at the same time, I won't like him that day. <laughs> nope. <laughs> They're all dirt. They're all dead to me that day. They're but, dead to me. Uh, they're dead to me. They're all. They're all. <laughs> all cockroaches. But we'll we'll discuss again come Sunday. And uh, yeah, you know, next time I think next time we should also talk about recommendations for uh, uh what you consider a good tailgating or a good party for it. Uh, you know, big games like this, like big divisional games. Because yeah. I know for sure when I used to be social, I know that's a big deal. With its <laughs> now I'm like I don't care what the fuck you do just stay safe and stay home <laughs> yeah but alright Ed thanks for joining everybody who's right, listening AJ. to the weather AJ Eddie B co-ed editions we will be back after Sunday so look for us next week when it's Dallas week to talk and meantime fly goes fly take care y'all <laughs> bye